It's expected to be one of the most competitive 500s we've had in some time because you have the unusual factor of a race car with a governor on it. 1971 at the Daytona 500 saw great change to the sport. In this 13th running of the event, now the NASCAR Winston Cup Series saw a winner's purse of 45450 American dollars, with even the last place finisher receiving $1,000. More than $200,000 to be split up at the end of the 500 miles. And attendance reaching over 80,000 spectators, 18,500 more than sold out Soldier Field where the Chicago Bears play football. A crowd of better than 90,000 on hand at Daytona International Speedway for the 13th running of the Daytona 500. ABC's Wide World of Sports televised the race in an era where televised NASCAR programming was restricted due to its mostly regional appeal. Now the governors they have put on the carburetors have not had that much effect on the speed, but what it has done is close the field so that you have fantastic competition. The lead has changed hands now, I think, right at 20 times already. Commentary was done by the legendary Chris Economaki, who did all the Daytona 500 races in the 1970s, signaling the beginning of the NASCAR era. Here's the 69 Mercury set up rather loose. He went by Ford on the inside, and then the car skated across the track in front of Foyt to the top. It's going to be a wild race. During this magic time for racing, Richard Petty was on his way to becoming one of the winningest veterans on the NASCAR circuit. And the 1971 Daytona 500 was no different. Petty is setting a blistering pace. He can see uh, that checkered flag. It's less than 10 laps away. Richard Petty takes the checkered flag inside victory lane. Petty, the great southern stock car driver, coming around now will take the checkered flag, an unprecedented third Daytona 500 triumph, making him a man among men in stock car racing. NASCAR is born. Daytona is hot. The 70s are here, and we're on TV with the 1971 Daytona 500.